Hello, this is the Squeaky Bum Time podcast with Mike and Laurent. We talk about the Premier League on Mondays and Thursdays and British football in general. Please like and subscribe and share the show and let's get to it. It is now cup time in England. So uh, for those of the uninitiated, there are, for any team in a Premier League, they are all at the start of the season in a minimum of three tournaments. That is the Premier League, which is a set schedule, which you play in a round-robin tournament. Every team you play twice. That's 38 games. We are now in week 17 completed. You are in the EFL Cup, which is a uh, tournament comprised of the 92 professional league teams. There are 10 divisions in, in English, 10 leagues in the Premier in England, and the top four are considered the league uh, that are controlled by the FA, and then beneath that is called non-league, and that can be semi-pro, uh, depending on the coverage. And that is the the EFL Cup, uh, Carabao Cup is a it's just 92 teams of the professional league that we just started, and all the teams in Premier League are in the FA Cup, which stands for the Football Association. The FA Cup is the oldest soccer tournament in the world, been played continuously since 1871. All 792 teams in the English pyramid play in this tournament there are five rounds five preliminary rounds before you even get to the first round and the professional teams start kicking in from the second round in so pyramid levels four and five jump in in round two and the premier league and the championship the top two pyramid uh, levels jump in on round three so this weekend is the third round of the fa cup so that's a big weekend in the British English football calendar. But first, we have to cover the Carabao Cup. We just completed the semifinals. In the first semifinal, and this is to go to a final, it counts. It's the least important trophy, the Carabao Cup. It was created in the mid-50s around that time to um, generate revenue. Uh, stadiums were getting lights to play night games. And the owners of the teams wanted to have a midweek night game tournament. And so they added this tournament to capitalize on the fact that they had lights and they could have a midweek game that could be televised and gain revenue for the gate. And they all decided to do it. And it's still been around, but it's the least uh, important of the trophies on, a, on, the, on the football calendar. And most countries do not have a second cup. Most countries in Europe have the two tournaments. They emulate England, but did not pick up this tournament. They have a league and a, a nationwide cup. And those are usually the two. So in Spain, it's the Copa del Rey. Uh, uh, in France, it's the Copa de France. So it is a normal, uh, it, it, in, in Germany, it's the DFL Pokeball Cup. So these are standard issue things that everyone copied from England because the FA Cup is the oldest tournament in football 
history, 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 history. But we have the Carabao Cup to discuss. Like, interestingly enough, Mike and I's two teams are in the semifinals. It was Spurs versus my boys, Brentford. Uh, I have a deep crush on this team because they're close to where I lived in London. Uh, they are up the road from Chiswick and up the road from where I lived in Acton Green. So I have a special place uh, uh, in my heart for them. And uh, my, my girlfriend at the time worked at the off-license in Brentford, which was a rough area, and people would get right, uh, robbed all the time in off-license. Liquor store off-license. Uh, but uh, it was good. It was a tough game. Spurs played the same way they've been playing. Mourinho's not fucking around. He's playing to win this tournament. He sent out the big dogs again. Son, Kane, Sissoko, Hoiberg, Dyer. The regular standard Spurs lineup went out there. Ndombele, Aurier, Regulon, Dyer. The only one Aldeverald wasn't in. Lloris was in goal. He sent out the regular horses. Sissoko was a man possessed in this game. He scored the first goal on 12 minutes. A nice ball from Ndombele, who was really happy to put him in. Boom. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful stuff. Uh, but then Brentford grew up in this game, and I thought they would. Brentford are really, really good. Uh, Mourinho was not happy after this game. Even though Spurs won, uh, they got a late goal from Sun in the 70th minute. Probably from Kane. I don't even know. I'm just assuming Kane put him in. Um, I don't even remember. It was a good finish. I do remember that uh, in the 70th minute. Uh, but, but, but Mourinho was concerned. Uh, Brentford are owned by a gambler and he's taken an analytical approach. They actually own Michelin in Denmark. They will be a premier league team. They should be one now. Uh, so we'll see Brentford either now or next season. They have been knocking at the door for a while. They're a really, really, really fun team. They have a new stadium. Uh, Tony's leading the league in goals. Really good team could have won. They didn't. The one interesting story here was, um, Josh Da Silva was sent off in the 84th minute for a crunching tackle on Pierre uh, Hoiberg. Um, and he, you know, it was really bad. They went to VAR, they gave the red, uh, you know, and Hoiberg was so awesome about it. Uh, on Twitter, Da Silva is apologizing, doing the regular thing. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to do a bad tackle. You know, it happens. And Hoiberg was like, I'm fine. You keep being you, De Silva. It's all good. It's just football. I'm a Viking. I can handle it. It was amazing. Uh, Hoiberg will probably be fine. He probably has a pretty big bruise on his leg. He was bleeding. I believe his shin pad got cracked in half. So Spurs are on the way to the final. Mourinho did this in 2004 with Chelsea. The Carabao Cup is nice for new managers to try and push and give a team a winning mentality. Uh, and and that segues into Pep Guardiola. City are three-time defending champions, three in a row. And we had a Manchester derby, and City went out, played United, and beat them. Beat them well. They are now on a string of performances that have been reinforcing what Mike's been saying. And now the narrative has been shifting towards City being champions after the Chelsea game, uh, that, that, that City are coming up on the rail. Uh, and I agree. You know, I lamented if you if in the early episodes how worried I was about City. They weren't playing well. I I even I know that we have an episode where I was like Pep out. Uh, 
uh, I feel so stupid, but I'm, I'm a person who plays in their emotions and I got excited about this game. Uh, you know, I, I just see my city is back. Uh, I know we were only gone for a, about a, 12 months, but we're back. We're playing with joy. John Stones was man of the match. He and Diaz are incredible. Another clean sheet. Fernandinho was in the midfield. He fucking grabbed this game by the balls and put in a classic Fernandinho. Tactical fouls, niggling on top of things, that that lofted ball over the top to break down defenses. Get in, got in in uh, Fernandez's face for U City and he and for United he disappeared. And you know, early in the game, United were in it. There were two or three offside goals early in the game, two for City, one for United, and that kind of made it exciting. But then in the second half, uh, City turned on the screws, and and United just couldn't handle them. Uh, Fernando Fernandinho scored sc- scored one late from outside the box, and it was really fucking masterclass stuff from City. We are fucking back. Let's go. I go from doom to death to hedge, to start again, to, to, to think I ride my emotions. I don't care if my team costs a billion dollars. I'm a person with ennui. I think they suck all the time. I hate my team, but not when they play well, they are fucking on it, man. And it feels good to have city back in the fold. They're playing well. They're popping it around. Zinchenko's having fun. (gasps) I'm excited. Now, what that means is for all of you, we have a, Carabao Cup final Ducherico. Ducherico? I need a ruling from Mike on whether it's a Ducherico or Ducherico. Uh, that is a Spurs-Manchester City matchup. Historically, I would laugh at Spurs, but Spurs have had the, had had City's number lately, and uh, that will be a good one. But now we must talk about the great and powerful uh FA Cup third round. So the FA Cup essentially is our NCAA tournament and the third round of the FA Cup basically lives as the first weekend of the NCAA tournament. So instead of 64 we have 64 teams as well uh in this round and it just goes from here till the end of the season. Uh it's really fun. Um it's it's when the big boys jump into the tournament the 44 teams from the Premier League and the championships joined in. And it all started, like I said, with 792. And for many clubs, getting to the first round is a big deal. And it's massive. And we do have one of those stories. The whole thing is about the stories and the narratives and the pies. And for a small team to, to get this far into the FA Cup, it is huge. It can make their finances for five or six years, you start, you get like the Olympic style treatment where, oh, this guy's a bus driver. This guy works at a building site. This guy, you know, is a local, you know, whatever. And uh, for the biggest minnow in the tournament is Marine FC and they play Spurs. Marine FC is a tiny club in Merseyside. That's Liverpool for the uninitiated. And they are in the eighth tier of English football. So it is the biggest disparity between two clubs and their ground has 3000 people. And if you kick the ball out of play, someone has to go into someone's yard and get it. Uh, The manager is not full-time. The players are not full-time. They are semi-pro and they are going to play against Tottenham Hotspur. (laughs) 
So uh, it, it's an amazing, it's an amazing, amazing event. And um, uh, we look forward to it. And cup runs can be legendary. We, we cheer for the Marines. We cheer for the lowest team. And, you know, there's nothing better in football than the upsets when a team is up 1-0 and they're hanging on against a United or Arsenal. Um, you know, it, the famous one, I think, is Harrogate Town versus, um, versus Liverpool. You can look it up. The crowd invades the field. This is where you'll see pitch invasions if something good happens. So this is really, really exciting. Um, well, we won't see pitch invasions because we're in COVID. I hate COVID. Uh, but let's go through the matchups, and then I can, you know, kind of, kind of wrap this up uh, pretty quickly. Uh, the matchups are as follows. The big game is Aston Villa versus Liverpool. This is a rematch. It is at, um, at, oh my God, where's, what's Aston Villa Stadium? God damn it, I can't remember anything. Anyway, it's in Villa. <laughs> uh, and they, uh, Aston Villa already beat Liverpool this season 7-2. So this should be a good one. I'm hoping, uh, I'm hoping, hoping, hoping. Teams aren't resting too much, but Liverpool have historically less rested players under Klopp in this tournament. He doesn't seem to value it, so that's not that big a deal. Uh, other Premier League teams, Manchester City will also will play at home at the Etihad against Birmingham City. They share a city with Aston Villa. They're from Birmingham. Aston Villa are from the other side of Birmingham, so that's interesting to check out. Just great names. Chettleham Town versus Mansfield Town. I don't even know what that means, but this is England. You get the fucking best of the scuzzy. I'll just try and cover um, where the Premier League teams are. So uh, Brighton and Hove and Albion will be playing Newport County. Newport County is in Wales, classically known for having the shittiest pitch in all of football. They may be playing in mud. So that should be interesting. West Bromwich and Albion will be playing Blackpool. They don't wear black. Why? You're called Blackpool. Wear black. Instead, they wear a uniform that's a fucking creamsicle. You know, who are the ad wizards who thought up of that one? Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. As I go through this, uh, Fulham play Queens Park Rangers. That is a London derby. Those teams are very close to each other. You could walk from one person's stadium to the other. Uh, Queens Park Rangers nestled into the M4 motorway flyover. Uh, famous because they're right near Notting Hill. So if the Clash had supported a team, it probably would have been Queens Park Rangers or Chelsea. I'm not sure, but maybe. Uh, but Fulham are playing well. Leeds play Crawley Town. I don't know what version of Leeds. You know, we love Leeds. Crawley Town. I don't even know what Crawley Town is, but I like it. Um, oh, <laughs> this is the next team is an even better one. Uh, so we'll see what Bielsa does here. I, I, I'm assuming he's just going to play his guys because he only has them. But then Wickham Wanderers play Preston North End. Fantastic. Fantastic. I don't even know what it means. Leicester City versus Stoke. Don't care. A rainy, rainy Sunday in Stoke. Oh, a Rover battle. Blackburn Rovers, Rovers versus Doncaster Rovers. That should be good. Um, there's a lot of Rovers. Bristol Rovers, Tranmere Rovers. <laughs> um, Everton play Rotherham United. Rotherham? I don't know what Rotherham means. There's an Oldham. Uh, Spurs versus Marine. Palace play Wolverhampton Wanderers in an all-Premier League 
affair. What you really, the thing that's funny. So what happens with the, with the FA cup is what you want is teams that don't play each other. And you want the, you want the lower team versus the higher team. You get frustrated when you play the same team. So uh, when it's premier league versus premier league, that kind of sucks. Cause you're like, well, they would have played anyway. You really want it to be split. You really want the small team versus the big team. Uh, and I don't think they're going to have replays normally in the FA cup. If the game ends in a tie, you get a replay. And that's really meaningful for small teams because getting the gate in a replay is huge. Uh, but that's not happening here, but I love the FA cup third round. Hopefully, hopefully Marine will be on and it'll be something amazing. Why didn't I see Manchester United? Oh, I didn't see them because I didn't want to. They play Watford. Um, so they play Watford. See, that's kind of like that team was in the league. Blech. The other thing that's interesting about the FA Cup is it's a random draw. They pull the names out of a hat for where you're going to go. And historically, when there were still soccer hooligans in soccer hooligan movies, you'll get you'll see these moments where hooligans see where they're going to go. Like they they think of it as an away day. It still happens, you know. Uh, you kind of FA Cup gives fans opportunities. England has this great culture of fans traveling to different parts of the country, and the country is so small and has such an extensive rail line that if you are a, a Shrewsbury Town fan, wherever Shrewsbury is, you might be drawn with Millwall, which means you've got to go to the Den. So you all go. It's like a it's an event, so it's a day out. It's really interesting, interesting culturally. Unfortunately. Over the last 10 or 15 years, it's been devalued. It's mainly been devalued because it's not worth that much. So I think if a team wins, you know, they start, they win like $82,000. The total pot is like $3 million, whereas making it to the Champions League is worth $100 million. So just to put that into context. Anyway, I love the FA Cup. It will be on ESPN Plus over the whole weekend. And uh, I would recommend watching it. It's fun finding a team, learning about one of these weird cities like Wickham Wanderers uh, <laughs> can be how can be something to do. I, I have to say one of the things I love about football is how much I learn about Europe by through soccer culture, you know. You learn about a team. You go on the Wikipedia page. You go, what the fuck is Borum Wood? You search for it. You say, oh, this team is in this weird area of town. Then you learn about another thing. But when you play in these other tournaments where it's, you know, the Europa League and they play in Trasnador, you find out about, oh, this is the Turkish Nationalist Party's team or they represent this neighborhood and these people were this people. It's very fascinating. You can get a decent more nuanced view of Europe and football and culture. And that's just what I do. So we will see you on Monday. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully Mike will be back. He wanted to be here, but I was like, ah, don't worry about it. You didn't watch the games. Um, so we will see you on Monday. Please rate and subscribe. It means the world to us, especially on Apple. We need it. We love you. Hope everyone had a happy new year. Hope your team lost. Hope City beats you. Hope that Spurs sinks into the ocean. Crap football, crap pundit. We're here Thursdays and Mondays throughout the whole season. 
Like, share, and subscribe. Mike Salerno is not here. Laurent Cortines is here.